0: On the flow now my jewelry box froze boat fuck bowl fucker stole counted millions in a code bad bitch booted swole got her on bankroll can't fold doesn't know shot case closed close, close, close.
1: what is up guys hey it's andy priscilla and this is the show for the real let's say goodbye to the lies the fitness and delusions of minor society and welcome to motherfucking reality guys today we have andy and dj cruise the motherfucking internet and we also have a special Friend here today, Mr. Dean Stott. What's up, bro? Hey,
2: how are you? Thanks for having good. me. Good.
1: We we needed some we needed some accent on the show, so we 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 decided to bring Dean in. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, that's right, bro. That's right. Did you notice my 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 play on the intro? The hay, yeah, you hey, that's that pretty in there. good, huh? Yeah, that was yeah, good. It was a total hey, accident. It just yeah. kind of came out. Sounded right. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, uh, this <laughs> is CTI. Okay, And that means we're going to be cruising the internet. But before we get into cruising the internet. We have these other episodes uh, that we have with shows within the show, okay? This is uh, where we go along the lines of uh, what's going on in the world. We talk about, you know, headlines. We put a couple on the screen. talk about what's true, what's not true, what we think uh, we need to do about it as individuals to solve some of these problems. And then, uh, you know, we might move into some other things as well. Other times when you tune in, we have, Shows within the show, like I said, we have Q&AF. That's where you get to submit questions, and uh, we bring you the answer. Now, you could
0: submit your question one of a couple different ways. The first way is... Guys, that first way, you can email those questions in to askandy at com, Or you can go on
1: YouTube on our Q&AF episodes and drop a comment right down in there uh, in the comment section and put your question, and we'll pick some from there as well. Uh, other times, we have Real Talk. Real Talk is just 5 to 20 minutes of me giving you some Real Talk, and then other times, we have. 75 Hard Verses. Now, 75 Hard Verses is for people who have completed 75 Hard or the Live Hard program, which is available for free at episode 208. It'll change your life. Uh, We bring those people on, we let them talk about their journey, what they've learned, who they've become, and how you can become whatever it is you're trying to become as well. So that's the rundown on the show. Now, for all that stuff, uh, we have this thing that we call the fee. The fee is very simple. If the show brings you value, it makes you think if it makes you laugh if it gives you a new perspective if you learn something If it inspires you please share the show all right you'll notice that i don't do hardly any social media uh so that means if you don't share it people don't know about it a lot of you guys message me and you say oh these messages need to be heard yes i agree that's why we make them but it's up to you to share them okay so uh please pay the fee don't be a hoe share the show all right so what's up dude yeah what's going on man nothing we got dean here look at dean's arms <laughs> i mean do you just make like you just got do you,
2: <laughs> i do 50 press-ups before i come in the I'm room just I, saying, you, man. Right? No. I, I had a friend in the military and he said knock on his door and you would have to wait because i know that he's at the other side of the door doing 50 press-ups i'm like look before hey, it's you me. Answer i don't it. have a, a a queue of women behind me but yeah he, yeah
1: i'm just saying welcome to the fucking gun show yeah right yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. it's here it's here man
2: so what's going on with you man uh, just, just busy with life. Um, you know, my wife's in town. Um, uh, she's she's guest speaking uh, this week uh, with your wife at Women yep. in Business. Uh, I've just spent a month away uh, traveling. Uh, did the last two episodes of this new show, this mainstream. I can't really go into too much detail, but it's uh, a special forces show which will be out uh, at the end of the year and then bounce from there onto Scotland. My wife was... Awarded the MBE by King Charles in Edinburgh a couple oh, of weeks ago. Answer. So yeah, so me myself and the family went back and sort of shared that experience with her. So and it's actually my first time back in UK since being since in America. You've been yeah. Gone. Now is
1: that where is that the picture I saw with you with the kilt?
2: Yeah, I I, I had the kilt on. As my son likes to call a quilt, he's never going to yeah. wear a quilt again. So, uh, bro,
1: I'm just saying that's a good look. Dude. Don't you free ball in, in kilts? I don't know. You yeah, do? you do, yeah. You do. You yeah, do? That's, yeah like, actually, that's like a thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? You yeah, can yeah, hang low, go commando. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hey, it's a good look. It must be comfortable, too. I'm just saying. Bro, remember when we had that fun- fundraiser at my house and that dude and showed, dude showed up, up in the, in the kilt. kilt? Yeah. That big-ass dude. He's yeah, like 6'8", yeah. fucking 350. You can't say shit to him. No. It looked good, though. <laughs> it was good, good look. Good. Good anyway, good. I think I might have to do the kilt. Maybe we go golfing. Uh, uh, can you mix
2: golfing and kilting? Yeah, you can. Well, the birthplace of... Golf with Scotland, Scotland. So, Scotland yeah. but the, you can actually also design your own tartan as well. You don't actually that? have to go with, with, with the pattern. So that oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So um, what's that called? Tartan. Tartan. Yeah, the tartan. Right, tartan yeah. is the pattern. Yeah. I just I just learned that. Yeah. yeah. But the great thing about <laughs> the great thing about the kilt is you can actually, you know, you can wear it either smart attire at a wedding with the with the bow yeah, tie, yeah. or yeah. you can actually wear it. Just throw a football shirt on and just go to the game. No, normally we start the weekend. With smart attire, and by the end, it looks like someone out of the Hangover. Flag. Roddy, Roddy Piper. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure, bro.
1: <laughs> I'm in, dude. I, I'm, listen, I'll try I want to kill. My, I, I am. I do have some Irish in me. I think that's close to Scottish. Yeah, it's <laughs> close enough yeah, close to enough. wear a kilt. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: I'm definitely getting one. I'm down. You, you want one too? Yeah, let's let's, do, right, it. let's do it. I mean, the most people show. in
2: America are Scottish or Irish. aren't they every time I bump into <laughs> yeah. like well, 17 or 11. Because we all love to drink. They're perfect.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, dude. Next time Dean's on, it's kilts. It's kilts. Yeah. I'm down with that. No underwear. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with that too. All right, cool. Yeah. I know you are.
2: <laughs> Lucky we got these boards in front of us. We'll right, take right. the boards away That's as right. well. Yeah. <laughs> all, all right. right. That's what's up?
1: Well, it's good to see you, bro. Thanks Thank for you. coming in. Dean's going to sit in on CTI and uh, we'll, we we'll, we're going to, we got some good ones for us. We're cruising, man. We're cruising. I don't even know what man. fucking day it is,
0: bro. We're I didn't sleep at all last night. Yeah, why, why is that? I don't know. just happens sometimes? Yeah, it just happens
1: sometimes. I slept like 15, 20 minutes the whole night. Fuck. So my well, brain... this You're looking good, this, so... This, thank you. This is going to be an interesting show. So we'll don't
0: see Listen, Don't pull no Joe Bidens on this. <laughs> <laughs> I might.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see what you cruise in there. It might be slightly different from what I cruise, though. But, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, listen. I'm interested.
0: I got some good stuff. Uh, I think. I think first, before we get into our first headlines, because Dean... Uh, As as you guys know, uh, listen, dean has been in on a few episodes, uh, but you talked about how you kind of escaped the quote-unquote COVID tyranny, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And somehow made your way to California. I'm not sure how that worked out, but uh, (laughs) I I wanted to bring this up because, Andy, you also mentioned, and we talk about a lot on the show, about this pendulum swinging backwards, right? And some of the dangers of it swinging back too far the other way. Uh, So I wanted to bring this up before we get into our first headlines. Uh, but this headline reads: uh, Burger Empire, In-N-Out Burger, uh, requiring employees to show medical note to wear mask. Now this is this is creating a, a, a fuss all over the internet right now, um, and I wanted to get you guys' take on this. So, a um, little backstory: so the uh, this is a Breitbart article reading, uh, In-N-Out, the beloved California fast food empire, has sparked left wing hate over a new policy that will require employees to present a medical note if they want to wear a mask to work. Uh, Dr. Lucky Tran, a science influencer, shared the new In-N-Out mask policy on Twitter, which was reportedly sent out to employees via a memo ahead of the policy's implementation date. Quote, although In-N-Out has not publicly commented on the policy, Tran shared screenshots from the email she received that appeared legitimate, uh, noted the Mary Sue, uh, the new policy will apply to stores in Arizona, Colorado, Nevada, Texas, and Utah. So here uh, is just a 10,000-foot view of the email that was sent out to in and out employees. Um, but in it, uh, it states, quote, it stipulates that no employee may wear a mask unless they provide a medical note that exempts them from the requirement. If they provide the medical note, they must wear a mask company provided N95 mask." Uh, unless they can produce another note exempting them from that requirement too, it added. Um, in and out will reportedly not enforce the policy in its home state of California. uh, For employees who wish to wear masks, the new policy says that the medical note must, quote, clearly state the reason for the exemption, uh, including the estimated duration that the mask will be needed. People who fail to comply can face disciplinary action up to and including termination of employment. Uh, The company further said, that the ban would help to, quote, emphasize the importance of customer service and the ability to show our associates' smile. Um, now, <laughs> Dr. Lucky Trans calling it discriminatory, of course, um, and uh, encourage people to voice their disapproval. To it the wasn't government.
1: discriminatory yeah. when you fucking screamed at everybody and the fucking everywhere we went with our fucking masks?
0: I remember when you needed It wasn't a, discriminatory? I, I remember when you needed a doctor's note to, to not wear a mask. And people are now, you know what I'm saying? So oh, it's like, these people are such hypocrites. I, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. Um, now, In-N-Out, they, they've, they've kind of, they're, they're conservative-leaning. Uh, Brightwater News reported the conservative-leaning In-N-Out clashed with the uh, California government uh, during the coronavirus pandemic due to its refusal to enforce vaccine mandates at some stores. In 2021, the San Francisco Department of Public Health shut down the city's In-N-Out Burger restaurant near Fisherman's Wharf uh, because, quote, employees were not properly, uh, properly checking for customers' vaccination documentation. Uh, in a statement at the time, in and out Chief Legal and Business Officer Arnie uh, Wessinger uh, said the company, quote, fiercely disagrees with the government mandates that force businesses to discriminate. Uh, they said, we refuse to become the vaccination police for any government. It is unreasonable, invasive, and unsafe to force our restaurant." associates to segregate customers into those who may be served and those who may not whether based on the documentation they carry or any other reason guys what do we got on this well i mean the hypocrisy
1: is pretty blatant okay (laughs) you guys are totally okay screaming at everybody everywhere they go for three years about wearing a mask even though you have the man who told you to wear a mask who told you previously before he told you to wear a mask to not wear a mask Because it wasn't effective. Now that same man's come out and said that the masks were not effective and you're still wanting to wear the fucking mask. Okay? And now you're mad because people don't want you to wear the mask because it's unsafe. All right? When people can't see your face, look at all the robberies and the burglaries Mm -hmm. and all this shit's been happening through COVID where people can just disguise themselves with masks. And not only that, this has become a blatant political uh, statement. Like, this isn't about... This is not about safety. It's about virtue. It's Mm -hmm. about showing what team you belong to. That's all it was ever about. And a lot of you, real talk, went along with it without doing any research on your own when people like me and DJ and a whole bunch of other people told you this shit. There was plenty of science available then that showed that it didn't fucking work. And you went along with it. And now we're here. Now the world's fucked up. Okay. That's the reality of what's, that's what I think. I think had you guys had enough sense in the first place to not wear the mask and understand that that's not even how you handle a pandemic. You quarantine the people who are vulnerable, you move them out of society into safety, and the rest of the world goes on with life. And because all of you do-gooding dumb fucks out there decided to go along with this shit, now we're in a situation where our whole entire country is totally fucked, all right? They've printed more money than in the last three years than they've printed in the last 100, all right, you're 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 all the you guys. Oh, how is this related? Everything's all related to this. This is how they force compliance among all of them. This is where it started. So, and and dude, the people who are still hanging on, those are the motherfuckers that forced it. These are the same people that were screaming at you in Home Depot or wherever you went to buy your groceries on airplanes for three fucking years. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, fuck these people. That's my opinion. You want to know what I think? That's what I think. <laughs> I'm fucking over it, dude. Like, it's still a political statement. It's still, oh, like, dude, you have the man who, the the dude who told you to wear the shit has since told you that it doesn't work. And you're still wearing it. What's that say? Mm -hmm. That says that you're too fucking stupid to understand data and you can't understand that you were played and your ego is making you hold on to this fake identity you created for yourself. And personally, I see these people as the entire problem with society. That's my personal
2: take. Yeah, I obviously live in California. And actually, well, Orange County, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't class that as California. So I have seen a huge reduction of people with, with masks. There are those that are still holding on. I think either they, as Andy's rightly put, uh, you know, having a statement. I also think there's an element of stupidity as well. It's I <laughs> not. I, I drive along and I see someone in their car on their own with a mask. Um, we went to my daughter's uh, school concert um, during COVID. Um, And they had masks on as they were playing flutes, but they cut a hole in the mask. And I'm like, well, that's just stupidity. Um, And then there's the third element. Those that actually have been listening to the rubbish that we've been told and are scaremongering, and generally believe that their lives are still at risk. But I think for this, uh, yeah, it's just a statement. Um, I think if you are wearing a mask, then you shouldn't be front of house you shouldn't be that person engaging with the public. Correct. Right. Um, yeah. Because I, I, was at, scared. Yeah. Yeah, I was at yeah. a fast food place the other day and the only person with the mask was the one who was calling out the names and no one could hear it. Um, you should only have a mask if you've got a big pimple um, uh, or something else. Or you, obviously- Well, not- some of
1: these people, let's just be honest, they're mm. fucking ugly
2: people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay? I'm being
1: real. Like they weren't blessed with the fucking- The, the good genes. They, jeans. they yeah. don't take yeah. care yeah. of themselves. Yeah. They're, not, they're not healthy. They're disgusting looking people. And they cover their disgusting faces and their disgusting viewpoints and, and wave it around with this mask. I, like, bro, you don't ever see super handsome or beautiful people wearing fucking masks. Cause you know what? Exhibit we wanna show this shit off, yeah. bitch. Yeah. Exhibit Like, a. we're not, tr- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We're not trying to hide this. That was the whole reason I <laughs> wouldn't even wear a mask, because I was doing everybody's eyeballs a fucking disservice
2: by wearing one. Yeah. But it reflects on the brand as well. If you walk into In N Out, I wouldn't be. Meeted with a nice smiling face. Yeah. You know, I'd even met with a mask and then not being able to understand what that person's actually saying because that, that does have a reflet- reflection on the brand for me. So yeah, if you want to have a mask, then, you know, you're probably going to end up a job out the back.
0: Well, I mean, here, here's my thought on this too, right? Like, <laughs> it's, it's an in and out burger. It's a fast food joint, right? Like, there's nothing healthy, quote unquote, about it. It's, fucking, it's a cheeseburger and fucking f- french fries. You're wearing a mask because you're worried about your health. But yet you're going into, pl- like, bro, you never see healthy, fit people doing this. Mm.
1: It's always obese people who have terrible habits, who don't take care of themselves, who are complain- complaining about everything. Yeah. Not just the mask, not just, it's, everything's unjust, everything's unfair. You're fat phobic for pointing out that they're fucking fat. Bro, you're fat. You eat the wrong fucking foods. You don't move enough. And there's nothing, you're not a victim. You're a victim of your own inability to stop shoveling shit into your mouth. Right. Like real talk. Right. Like all you have to do is not do something. Like you can't even stop Doing all you have to do is not do it. Just don't do it. Like, (laughs) stop.
0: You know, I'm about to take five thousand calories of food in, but please deliver my my, my meal with a mask on. Yeah, (laughs) and and
1: (laughs) health. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, bro. Like, dude, (laughs) dude. It's so like I think people need to really remember how insane this 2020, 2021, and 2022 were. Dude, like it was insanity, dude. It was total crimes against humanity, real, real shit. And these people, I think, Dean, you make a fair point. Like we're talking, I like to talk shit on these people because I view them as the the propagators of this entire situation that we're in. It's the, it's the useful idiots. But you make a great point. Some of these people probably are brainwashed into truly being afraid, right? Like, I, I, I think that's a minority. I think most of these people are just, they want, it, they want their political identity known. And I think it's our duty as red-blooded Americans to fuck with these people as hard as you possibly can. Yeah. Like, and I don't mean like physically, but I mean... No, you mean like what Max, Maxine Waters said? I, I mean, no, like punch them in the face? Like getting their faces No, I don't mean like that. Oh, okay. But I mean like when we went to the tuxedo store and the, the yeah. shit was <laughs> fucked up, and I let the motherfucker know about it. Like, bro, I won't even talk to you if you have a mask on. Like, Man. if you have a mask on, I'm going to ask you to take it the fuck off. Like, I'm so my safety. Yeah. I'm so tired of this shit. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of these people who don't know shit, who don't contribute shit, who, who are completely misinformed, complete sheep, costing the rest of us literally everything. I just had a conversation with a friend of mine who was talking to me about how money is tight for him. And he's like, I'm not spending any more money than I was in 2019, but I could barely afford to survive now. And I was well, I was doing well then. And we started talking about it. And this, all of this problems that you guys, are like the financial pinch, I don't think people were connecting the dots that it all goes back to this mask issue, mm-hmm. okay? A lot of you were cowards and a lot of you wore the mask even though you didn't believe in it. You talked about how you didn't believe in it, but you still wore it, okay? And what you did was you created a scenario where it appeared, and we covered this at length a million times on this show, where it appeared that the majority of the people were with the narrative when it wasn't true. This empowered a lot of these people to do really ridiculous shit, like shut our entire country down. If you guys hadn't have all worn the mask, they wouldn't have known that they could shut the country down. Then they shut the country down. Now we're talking about more money being printed in the last three years than have been printed in the previous 100 years, which means that you're paying an extra nine to $12,000 to even live right now. And this is because of people like this. And like, dude, this tolerance shit that we've had, they don't have any tolerance for us. Do you not remember what happened during COVID? Like, like, dude, have a conversation with one of these people about the mask during COVID. You can lay out the scientific facts and they will literally lose their shit screaming at you. You're racist. Like, dude, look, <laughs> there's going to come a time. No, there's going to come a time where these people need to be punched in the fucking face. And that's real shit. OK, because we've let we've let whiny crybaby temper tantrum throwing people who contribute nothing to society control the direction of our society. And it's ruining our society. How many kids stayed out of school for two years and now have learning disabilities because they couldn't watch the other kids speak because of the masks?
0: Like- The social cues that are
2: needed Dude, and it's image. all
0: because of people like that.
2: Yep. I was gonna to touch on that. We, we came to America in October 20s. My, my son's first two years at school was with a mask. Um, he was threatened to get sent home on a number of occasions because he wanted to take his mask off because he couldn't breathe. One day he actually vomited in his mask, took it off, and then they sent him home. And so, you know, and as you've touched on the children's a friend of ours, their child has speech impediments. Yeah, as basically has been paused for the last two years, can't progress because they can't lip read their, their teachers. So as an adult, you know, I, I used to spend my my time in special forces a respirator on. So, you know, what I mean, I was used to it. But for these young children, they just didn't know they couldn't understand body language. Is that teacher smiling at me? You know, there's so many things. So I think yes, it's affected the children more, more so than the adults. But um, yeah, I think yeah, with yourself, I think everyone needs a punch, dude.
1: (laughs) Dude, (laughs) reality, man, like probably cure quite a bit. (laughs) We have to stop allowing the weakest, most uninformed, least contributing members of society dictate the direction of the whole. Okay, we have to stop that. The tail has been wagging the dog long enough. All right. And these people who are continuing, they're actually showing themselves about who they are. These are the main and and the main characters. Yes. Fuck, dude. I'm I'm fucking over it. Yeah. Like, dude, if someone says something to me about a fucking mask ever again in public, I'm punching you in the fucking mouth. And I don't care how much it costs me. I don't care if I go to jail. I don't fucking care.
0: I don't care. Just, well, I mean, nowadays you'll be out in twenty four hours anyway. No, not me. <laughs> you would be. <laughs> why is that, Andy? You know exactly. Why. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, guys, let's get into the show, man. We got some really good headlines here. I think this will be a good one. So, uh, dude, remember these? Pe-
1: remember the amount, like the amount of shit these people caused. Oh yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like the pendulum swinging back. It's like you know.
2: You know, you guys are talking about America. I came from the UK. We're in the UK in Scotland. We were only allowed out one hour a day. One hour a day. We yeah, that's allowed. insane, And dude. we had to be within five miles of your home. If you're anywhere outside that, you got arrested. So believe it or not, coming to the US, even coming to California from UK was a positive yeah. for us. Um, well, bro, so it wasn't just I mean, the US, if, it was if, the world as a if whole. If there wasn't
1: 17 firearms in every single American household, it would have been just like that or yeah, worse. Yeah, probably, for sure. Yeah. You know? True, true. Like, dude, these, this shit is insane, dude. I'm tired of it. Like, I'm real tired of it. No. I yeah. saw this video today of this dude uh, on on TikTok. I forgot the guy's name, making fun of the Sound of Freedom movie and all the people that like it. I saw that. You did? Mm-hmm. Was he an Asian he, guy? Oh no, this was a bigger this, white guy. This guy was like Asian, and he was like, "All you know, <laughs> no. all you fucking right wing asshats, you know, you were you didn't give a fuck
0: about these kids and ca- kids in cages didn't even fucking happen, bro." No, it did, but it was under Obama. Well, dude, that's that's been fact checked. It it wasn't. No, it didn't
1: happen. What they said happened. What they said happened was these kids were separated from their. No, they were held separate from their family to be interviewed to see if they were actually being trafficked or not. Mm -hmm. Then they were put back together like you're actually making the cause or the case for the movie being relevant in your argument with the kids in cages like, dude, these people just hear shit and repeat it. And, dude, I don't know, man. I'm just so tired of people who don't contribute anything to society dictating the path of society. Like,
0: I'm fucking over it. Yeah. <clears throat> it's real shit, man. Let's get into this. Andy, you mentioned uh, the tolerant left. So I thought this would be a good first uh, headline for headline number one. Headline number one reads, Black lawmaker flooded with racist hate mail after switching parties. Now, can we take a quick guess? Let's just, let's just guess what party this black lockmaker was in and where she is now, and where are the hates come? Well, from? obviously, because
1: all Republicans are racist. Uh-huh. She had to have been a Republican, and she switched to Democrats with which nobody at Democrats are racist at all. Right? They can't be racist. Yeah right. even though they right?
0: Right. <laughs> no, yeah, not at all. She, uh, Georgia State Rep Misha Mayner made headlines when she announced last week that she was leaving the Democratic Party. Uh, and in the days since she has received a virtual tidal wave of hate mail, much of it overtly racist and profane. Uh, Mayner shared some of the emails she'd received riddled with nasty language and racist epithets in a series of screenshots on Twitter. Uh, quote, dear Democrat, sorry, you feel this way. Maynard captured the, the screenshot of one email uh, now. These are not my words. These are the words of these people sending in these emails. We're going to read a few of them. So so she left the Democratic Party,
1: and now she's receiving hate from, quote, unquote, tolerant Democrats. Correct. Okay.
0: Correct. Uh, this is one email. So, so she captioned all of her tweets. She, she uh, posts the picture of the email or the screenshot of the email, and she captioned all the tweets saying, uh, dear Democrats, sorry, you feel this way. Uh, here's one. So this is an email. Oh, this is wonderful. Oh, yeah. 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 So, it's, so it Total, says. Very uh, tolerant. Quote, I would like to help your black ass by telling you that saying you would support any candidate picked by the GOP during the primary is not only is is you live up to the word by just following blindly. Remember, you were a Democrat and felt abandoned to become Republican. And now you're going to follow blindly like you did with your party. You're the stain on society that needs to be flushed. I wish you the absolute worst in your political history. You Uncle Tom bitch. That's a good one. That sounds like some of the stuff that you got the last three years. It does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, here's another one. Uh, so so basically, this is like a, uh, a survey, right, that people can respond to, I'm assuming, on a website. Um, so like one of the questions that the survey asks is, what concerns you? What are your priorities? Um, and the person responded, it says, quote, you dumbass ain't Jemima motherfucking traitor. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Wait. Yeah, this is fucking serious. Stop. This is serious. Fuck. <laughs> Let me start again. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Dude, it's hard to believe how unhinged these people Bro.
0: are. Bro. Bro. Okay, you try it again. All right, here we go. And <sighs> these are the people, these are the people
1: that lecture you on racism. <laughs>
0: right. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, wait. Okay, all right. Whew. You quote, I gotta make sure I say quote here. Okay, quote, (laughs) you dumbass Aunt Jemima motherfucking trader. I will be sure to take a good chunk of my retirement savings, which is substantial. I'm sure. And will donate it to whoever it is that will be running against you, you self hating black (laughs) bitch. (laughs) Dude. Uh, (laughs) Oh, that's a new. (laughs) (laughs) Bro. Okay, listen, I w- I'm willing to bet a thousand fucking dollars. That's a white person. That is a white liberal right in because black people don't have retirement savings. <laughs> 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 What's wrong with I'm you, sorry, man? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dude, look. <laughs> but dude, these people, bro. What concerns you? What are your priorities? Quote, this bitch killing herself. Uh, how would you like to help? Convincing conservatives and their dipshit children to commit suicide is the greatest service one can offer to humanity. Hold on. Now, make sure you have tolerance for these people. Gotta have tolerance. Make sure you respect them.
1: Got make you. sure you take all the abuse that they give you. Mm-hmm. Make sure you let them, you know, do their yelling and screaming in your face in public. Keep letting them do it. They have, they have tolerance
0: for you. Mm-hmm. The, this one. Quote, you bitch. You need to get back on the plantation before Massa Stacy whips your black ass into shape. You need to stop eating your fried chicken and watermelon with Vernon Jones and get back Miss Nat Turner. Hmm. Right now. Now, listen, these are just some of the emails. Right. And she's she's mainly she's on Twitter. These? Yeah, she's posted these. Um, so this is this is her eye opening for her. Dude, it absolutely is. Yeah. And what's even more uh, eye opening is so. So this is her Twitter page. Uh, so if you guys want to go follow her, check out her page or post for the, for yourself. Um, but she's also on Instagram. Um, but she's been handling this very, very well. So this was the initial post that she made, uh, made on July 11th. Uh, it says quote, my name is rep Misha Mayner, And today I made the decision to leave the Democrat party. I represent a blue district in the city of Atlanta. So this wasn't a political decision for me. It was a moral one. I will never apologize for being a black woman with a mind of my own. And, uh, She continues to go on. She says, quote, I can do more for blacks as a Republican than I could as a Democrat. Hashtag stop selling dreams. What do Republicans support? And she lays it out. She says, educate the marginalized, workforce training for marginalized, victim rights over prosecutors, safe communities, Medicaid expansion for the pregnant, support small businesses, increase teacher salaries. Black people are in trouble as their population dwindles to a perpetual minority status when poor leadership prevails. America is 50% white and each demographic considers their issue more important than their neighbor race. Uh, realism puts food on the table while fantasy gets Democrats elected. Who's been saying that? <clears throat> What's that guy's name? Oh, stop, man. I love
1: this. she stop selling dreams. Yeah. Stop selling dreams. Is that not, is she not saying exactly what we've said on the show? Literally hundreds of times, the promise where they come in every two years, every four years, promise to do all of this stuff and then go back to Washington or their state legislature and actively act against the interests of these communities mm-hmm. to make it harder so then they can continue to sell the dreams. I love that an actual elected politician, I don't care that she's black, mm-hmm. is actually
0: pointing this out. But calling the shit out. This is the
1: first time I've actually seen a real human being who is a part of our government, actually point out what's going on. Yeah, yeah.
0: And one thing that I love, so, I mean, like you said, she she's seeing the, you know, she's seeing the truth for what it is, right? This With is amazing. The, the amount of hate from her own party. Yeah. Um, but I also want to point out the positives and the benefits, right? Yeah. Because she has also been receiving overwhelming love and support from the alt-right, Madra, uh, MAGA, ultra, MAGUS. Let me ask you a question.
1: Right? Let me ask you a question before you get into this. Mm-hmm. Have you ever got any... Anytime you've ever gotten a message like that, because I've seen a lot of them. Oh, yeah. you, you and I, you show me a lot of
0: the messages that you get. When, when you get those messages, who do they come from? I would say, well, when? So are we, are we, we going well, back three saying, years ago? Do they, no.
1: Do they come from the left or do they come from the right? Oh, they're all from the left. Is, have you ever, ever, ever gotten a, a message like that from the right? No. It's interesting that everything that the Democrats and the media matrix says, the opposite is actually true. And when they say that they're the party uh, against racism, maybe you should consider that everything else they say, the opposite is true about
0: them. Dude, mm-hmm. I mean it's crazy, but I mean it's been overwhelming love and support from from you know from from the right. I mean these are some comments. Now this is on her Instagram page, but these are some comments on her most recent post. Uh, this comment says, "We need more people like this young lady in our government." I am not from Georgia, but if I were, I would sure vote for her. Uh, or this person, I'm glad you had the courage to do what your heart told you was right. I support you even if I'm not in Georgia. We need more people like you in government. Um, this person, uh, this guy says, I salute you, young lady, for being a voice for the children in Atlanta by putting children before politics. You stand out as courageous and principled. Uh, it's, it's been overwhelming, right? Now, this is a great, great uh segment. I mean, a uh, great, great screenshot into it. Okay, so you have a black woman up top. Um, she says, quote, this black woman supports you, right? And the comment directly under it is a white liberal lady. And she comments, hashtag Misha Maynard resign. You know, it's just like, come on, man.
1: <clears throat> oh, no, dude, it gives these white liberals a free pass to show what they're actually made of.
0: It's, it's a complete free pass. They feel pass.
1: totally justified saying these racist remarks because they think in their heart and their mind that they stand with the. Against racism, yeah, like it's it's insane, dude. It's
0: fucked up, shit, man. And like, I mean, like you said, there's a lot of secret racism. You guys remember the the video from uh, the View uh, with uh, what's her name Osborne made that really really bad comment? Oh and, yeah, 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 well, yeah, Mexican people mowing the yeah. grass. Yeah, we got it here.
1: Trump is a lightning rod, even when he's not there. Look what happened on The View today with guest co-host Kelly Osborne.
3: There there are a lot of Latinos here in this country that do agree that the immigration problem is a problem, and it does need to be addressed, and it does need to be fixed. Interesting. But making uh, those comments, those racist comments, do not help. And, it does, and if, yeah. you, if you kick... Every Latino out of this country, then who is going to be cleaning your toilet, Donald Trump? Oh, that's in the sense that no. you know what I mean. Like what I'm saying that's so fun to watch. <laughs> in LA, <laughs> they always, but, but, but they don't, are not only, the no, only I, didn't mean it oh, I didn't mean it like <laughs> that. That's exactly what you meant. That's
0: exactly yeah. what you meant. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, what, what we got? What do we got on this, guys? I I think obviously you know from an outside looking in that that's a that's a powerful brave move those emails is panic mm. from from the left because they know that she's probably right yeah and you know that's probably the start of the demise of, of the left you know that's the first time i've seen that one the one that really stood out for me was tulsa gabard mm-hmm. when she left as well i thought yeah. well that you know because all i'm hearing from the left uh, is is white noise mm-hmm. um I, I don't know where it's weird of me but all i'm trying to do is pick up spelling and grammar mistakes on the emails <laughs> and i would. You know, Bruce, who sent his, Ant is a capital A, and I would have probably just sent that back. I would just right. red penned it and sent it back. You know, that's uh, that's me. But that's what I, I think with this is it's just the fact that, you know, it's, it's brave, it's powerful, um, and I think there's panic. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what I see, and I don't really know too much about the American policy. I think where, have, now being in the U.S., I think it's very difficult if you don't, because there's only two parties, right. um, and I know there's this talk of potentially a third. No label, is it? They're on the about
1: yeah, and there's libertarian as well. Yeah, right?
2: libertarian. So like in the UK, we we have more than the the two parties. So you know, because here it seems if you don't agree with the left, you're racist, and it's like it's not. I'm racist. I just don't agree with the left. So um, you're either one or the other, and there's no room for compromise. There's no room for debate. And if they don't agree with what you're saying, or you don't Bend over to their terms or what they're saying, and you're automatically racist. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think this this for me is a powerful move. And um, yeah, it's just panic. Panic. The, the panic. North. The panic comes from their terminology
1: and their abuse not working anymore. Mm. Okay, it, ten years ago, if you called someone racist, if you even call them racist. There, were, it was a big deal. Like you'd be like, "Whoa, wait a minute. Why do you say that?" Wh- Let's work this out. That's not true. Right, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that it could be real damage. Correct. Now it's a fucking joke. Because every white upper class liberal woman has used racism so much that it doesn't actually mean anything anymore. No one cares. Mm. Dude, people don't care if you call them racist anymore. Because it, it's looked at as like, you know, whatever, dude. Like mm-hmm. It's like calling someone a douchebag or something. Right. Like no one cares. Diluted. Right, no, it, it's to- and meaningless, and that's yeah. a problem because in the cases of real racism, they're impossible to identify now. This is the same thing the Me Too movement did with Me Too, mm-hmm. right? Now we, have, we had a scenario for many years where everybody, every woman who was on the left, who was white, had been sexually harassed in some way, shape, or form. And now when people say that, no one listens like they used to listen, so you can't identify the real problems. And this is the damage that these kind of things do. And so the reason these people, in my opinion, that they're so panicked is because they don't know how to get any kind. They don't know how to defend themselves anymore because we've stopped caring. That's the same as not complying to the government. When you stop complying and you stop jumping when they say jump, they lose all the power. Yeah, this is what I've been trying to tell you about personal excellence being the ultimate rebellion. When you unplug yourself from the matrix and you become fit and uh, able to provide for yourself and intelligent and surrounded by a good community and you do all these things where you don't need them and you don't jump when they tell you to jump, they don't have any power. It's all perceived power, Mm -hmm. that they have. They can't do anything to you. The only thing they can do is they can call the police in to come in. But dude, reality, a lot of the police are starting to wake up to this stuff. We saw this at the end of COVID. Where a lot of the sheriff's departments were like, no, we're not enforcing this anymore. This is insane. So these people as a whole are losing power day by day by day by day. Tell me the last win they've had. What's the last win they've had? You can't go, you can't find something that's happened recently that's pro their side. All right. So their weapons no longer work. People are waking up and it's a great thing, except. How are we going to identify the actual racism ever again? Because it doesn't mean anything. Anymore. It's a boy who cries wolf. Right. And, 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 dude, this does come from white people. This does come from white people on the left. And, you know, if you want to look who the real racists are, look at the people who are overly concerned about race and everything that they talk about. Because the people I know in my life, they don't give a fuck about race. We don't talk about race. It's not really a thing. We might take jokes at each other about it. It's nice and lighthearted. I might have some questions about DJ, about black culture. Like, I don't understand. Like, why why this or that? And vice versa. Like, why do I put raisins in my fucking (laughs) potato salad, (laughs) right? Like, he doesn't understand that. But the point is, is that we learn from each other. We work together. And that's what creates a harmonious community that has made America, you know, work. And I don't know, man. Like, I think it's funny because I think a lot, of these, a lot of these far left white liberal women are being exposed and they're being real. A lot of them are getting really quiet. Oh, yeah. Really quiet. The ones I know in my life, they haven't said shit in a long time, which I'm right. thankful for.
0: Right. Thank you. Shit since you. You finally
1: realize that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Thank you. Be quiet. Drink your fucking mimosa on Sunday at your brunch where you talk about all this shit that you aren't going to do anything about that you think matters and go do that shit and shut the fuck up. Let running the world happen between people who are actually informed, who are actually uh, contributing, who are actually doing things in society to make society better besides fucking breathing
2: air and crying racism. That's my that's my take. That's fair, man. I also think the art of debate is also a dying culture yeah. now. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, everyone's sort of, well, that's their fault too. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like, it's like I'm, I'm quite open. You know, if I, you know, I the, you know, back in school, we used to have the art of debate. Yeah. You, know, you used to have a debate you, and you'd have people in that room from different backgrounds, different views. And and I'd be quite open. And if someone changed my mind, I'd be like, okay, but they, that, they, no one can debate anymore. It's dude. like, if they don't like what you're saying, it's then it's aggressive. You're racist. You're a homophobic. It's an attack. And I think, it's, an attack. it's like, yeah. Wow. Have you heard what I'm actually trying to, uh, trying to say to you? So the art of debating has gone. I and mean, as you were saying with these, these middle-aged women as well, that, no, unfortunately, social media is not helping matters as well no. because their, own, their only information source is, is that. No, and, and, and they
1: got one leader in their little pack that kind of sets sends, the... Sends, they send yeah. them yeah. all yeah, the so shit. so they all do yeah. it. And, they're, <laughs> yeah. and it's like uh, when Erin Elmar was on the podcast and she talked about they try to out-liberal each other. Yep. That's what they do. So, mm-hmm. like, that's why we see this thing in Hollywood where, like, the social circles where you have, you know, all, all of a sudden, all, all of a sudden, after a hundred years, all the Hollywood actresses have trans children. Right. Really? Uh, it just changed. I love them. And you know what, they're, you know what their, their excuse for it is? Well, now people aren't afraid to be trans. They were, they were living in secret. No, they weren't. You made your kids that way. You've emotionally and mentally abused them into this mm-hmm. for your own virtue, for your own comparison. Oh, you know what? My daughter's trans. Oh, really? Well, I have two trans sons. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Well, I have three and they already had bottom surgery. You see, that's what's yeah. happening. And that's creating this,
0: This like, dude, these people belong in fucking jail. Oh, that's real shit, man. That's real shit. Uh, Dean, to your point too, I think another reason the debates have stopped is because these people, like, what's the most important part about a debate is being able to defend.
1: They your, have no
0: position. They can't defend what they're fucking arguing for because it's, it's, it's undefendable. No, it's not only undefendable, bro. It's the,
1: they don't even understand what they're saying. Yeah. They're just parroting shit. Well, women are else. men. Yeah. Men
0: are women. What? Right. It's like, come on,
1: man. Yeah. But see, here's the problem. All the fucking rest of the people, the 90% of the rest, that's us, mm-hmm. okay? Most of you guys don't say shit. You don't, you don't call them on their bullshit. You're afraid. You think live and let live. Turn the other cheek. And these people use that turn the other cheek mentality against you. They understand that that's our mentality. They understand that we are going to live and let live. They understand that we want to be left alone which is what gives them the confidence to push this shit on you because they know that nothing's going to happen to them because nothing has happened to them. If nothing has happened to them up until this point in time, and they've yelled and screamed in people's faces and they've pushed their kids to have gender reassignment surgeries. What makes you think they're afraid of you at all? Mm -hmm. There's been no pushback at all. And And this is emboldening people. So like, dude, this is why we talk about people have to speak up and they have to tell the truth. And dude, the art of debate requires humility. It requires you to know that you don't know everything. So for you and I to sit down as men, you have a completely different life experience than I have and vice versa. I already know that. So I know Dean's got a whole library of shit in his head that I have no fucking clue about mm-hmm. and vice versa. We, that's what men know. And dude, People, because of social media, have gotten to a point where, like, they think they know with certainty what the truth is when the reality is the truth is based on perspective, which is also based on fact, all right? So we can't just make up the reality for other people when other people haven't even experienced any reality in their whole entire life. Mm-hmm. So, like, dude, it's, it's this, this debate... The ability to, to converse and debate has, I personally think the result, it's been the result of the dumbing down of people over the course of like 20 years, 30 years. You know, we don't teach people to say, oh, you know what? It's good to talk. It's good to debate. It's good to structure conversation. We, what do we see everywhere? All we see is shouting down and canceling. This is, this is, this is the truth of society that we live in right now. If you have an opinion, and this is, goes for the right and the left. We see it on the right right now. If you have an opinion, now I will agree that I think most of the canceling that's going done on the right is kind of makes sense because they didn't really start canceling people until it got into the kids stuff. But we have this, uh, this thing going on in culture where unless you toe the line, you're an outcast of the groupthink. And I actually think it's a great thing to be the outcast of the groupthink. I take pride in that.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't like going along with what everybody says, bro. If you got ten people in a room and everybody's thinking the same,
2: nobody's thinking.
1: I mean, look, man, I.
2: Well, the other art of debate is actually listening as well. That's right, <laughs> you know. And then people won't listen, as you said. They'll just scream and shout, and if, and if they don't not happy with you said, they just get louder. Um, but as you said, you know, you need um, a diverse um, group. There's a great book called Rebel Ideas about. Actually, if you have 10 people in a room and they're all from the same backgrounds and they just think alike. Um, And that was the problem with uh, the CIA pre 9-11. They're all middle-aged men from certain universities and didn't know how they all fought the same. And then post 9-11, they brought people, different age groups, different cultures. Um, So everyone had a different opinion because they came from different backgrounds as well and can bring more to that group and help them sort of think out of the box that they were in. Um, so, yeah, that's, the, that's the art of debating. Don't so. you guys think it's weird how,
1: how people are so unwilling to state obvious facts anymore, even if they're, like, blatantly obvious? They're just afraid to state. Like, you could walk into a room right now at most universities and you could say, uh, Leah Thomas is a real woman. And fucking people would clap. They cheer. And it's not true. Like, it's not, it's fundamentally untrue. It's a fucking fact, dude. You, you see what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. dude, this is, this is where we're at in society is so messed up that I don't really see how I don't see how we're going to solve it. Um I just don't see how we're gonna solve it. Because like, dude, it's these people have pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And now that pendulum is swinging back and they seem to not notice that, too. Yeah, they seem to not notice it. Like you guys who scream this shit belong to the tiny minority of the left. The rest of the people in the whole entire world, they know that a six foot nine swimmer with a fucking dick is a dude. And they're not willing to pretend otherwise. They might not say anything because they don't want to cause a stir. They don't want to deal with your shit, which is the fundamental problem. That's the problem. The first time someone said it, they got away with it. The second time someone said it, they got away with it. The third time someone said it, they got away with it. More people joined them. More people joined them. More people joined them. Now we have this culture that has been propped up through the use of technology. They've created bot networks and propaganda, and they've used Hollywood to make these, these outliers of society seem like they're mainstream. And that's attracted more people to their movement, but it's still such a small percentage. And these people have been emboldened to believe that they are calling the shots in society at such a level that they fail to notice the pendulum swinging back. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that creates a very dangerous situation for them. And I've called this out for years. Like, like dude, I said... You could go back and probably find 20 30 clips of me in 2019 2020 saying, "Dude, you guys on the left need to be real careful because this thing's going to swing back and it's going to be very dangerous, very dangerous. It's going to be very dangerous for you. And now it's getting very dangerous and a lot of these people still don't notice. And like, dude, it's only a matter of time before people are just fucking done with it and these people start getting dealt with. That and I'm not saying go do that. I'm not calling for violence. But what I am saying is that I see that coming because these people refuse to, like, they won't stop. And I think that's what the quote-unquote powers that be, the media, the government, I believe they want to incite violence by rubbing this shit in everybody's face as hard as they can so that they can impose the force of the United States government on the people to create a weeding out of the resistance so they can continue to, to oppress. That's what I think is going on. Yeah.
0: I think they're pu- trying to pull out violence. And I think they're going to get it. Yeah. We'll see, man. Guys, jump in on this conversation using hashtag switch up. Let us know what you guys think down in the comments. Like, dude, at the end of your life, you're going to have to
1: ask yourself, like, did you stand for the truth or were you a coward? You know what I'm
2: saying? I already know your answer. <laughs> well, I think I think going back to your one, but, you know, if, if I was, you know, those people in that room all clapping, do they all agree? Are they just clapping because they don't want to be – That's right. I think second. I think there's two problems here. There's that that mess has been imposed on you, but also those that are not brave enough to stand up. Because I think you know, as we just seen there with that Georgia rep, you know, she was brave enough to move move across and look at the those that obviously those that um, sent her emails uh, disagreeing, but those that supported her was more overwhelming. And you know, that's that's the same. I think we just need more people to be vocal. Stand up for it. And I think you're right. It's going to get to a point where I think a lot, of the, a lot of people at the moment are just happy to, not happy, but they're just letting it go. And it's going to get to a point and that's it. That's we're seeing it. it. We're seeing it now. Yeah, we're I mean, starting we, to we're see the to beginning see it. of, of it. I saw, it now, yeah.
1: I saw a video this morning mm. of climate protesters, by the way, mm-hmm. all white, sitting in traffic. And this was over in Europe. Did you see this video? I saw that. Yeah, getting
0: drugged the by pe- their hair.
1: Dude, the people started beating their ass. Mm-hmm. People are tired of it. Like, dude, and you know what? Those people deserve to get their ass beat. This, this passive aggressive, like, I'm going to just peacefully impose my will. I'm going to glue my hands to the pavement and disrupt society and cut their fucking hands off. Like, dude, I'm fucking so sick of this shit. And everybody else is too. Like, so like, that's my take. If I was in charge, and it's probably a good thing I'm not, but I'd be cutting their fucking hands off and leaving the hands in the concrete to remind people don't fucking do that. Mm-hmm. That's what I would be doing. For twenty twenty four, bitch.
2: <laughs> I no, love I do. it. I think we're we're at that stage now where it's 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 got to a point. You know, even you know, coming from the military, you know, it's having an effect on the U.S. military, the recruitment. You know, people are like you know, so and that's one of the one of the best things about the U.S. One of their proudest things is the military. When you start messing with that, people are like, enough, Enough's enough. But I think.
1: Do you think that they're intentionally? I mean, you have a a more global viewpoint than mm-hmm. what dj and i have yeah i mean you see us from the outside and the inside yeah do do you think that there's an intentional demoralization around the united states military to make the enemy make us look weaker so that other people feel emboldened
2: yeah well you know i don't think um i don't think putin would have done what he did if he didn't think that and i don't think china would be you know sailing around Taiwan at the moment either. So I think there needs to be a, a change. You know, America is the, is the super force, still is the super force, yeah. I think. Um, but, that, but that comes with action. You can't just have the equipment and not do anything with it. You mm. know what I mean? so Who's um, going to work the equipment? Who's going to use it? Yeah, yeah. who's going to use it? Yeah. I, I, you know, it, I don't know. There was a survey years ago and it was like the top 10 um, spends in defense and you had America's number one. I mean, you had you know, the next nine: France, U- UK, Russia, you know, China. You know, you accumulate those other nine, still didn't touch what the Americans had. But you know, there's no point in having that if you're not gonna not gonna use it. You know, the America is the superpower. You know, Britain go alongside America. You you are a nation who can change what's going on in the world, but you just don't have a commander in chief who knows what he's doing with his chess chessboard. And that's or the maybe problem. he does know. Well, maybe he does. You know, is he doing it on purpose? But it's, it's having a negative effect. It's having a negative effect on, on recruiting. You no, know, You know, now guys and girls don't want to join because, you know, they've been told they've got to wear masks. Bro, who
1: would send their kids or who would encourage their children to join the military to fight for these motherfuckers? Hmm. I wouldn't. No. By the way, the, be- the best point of that whole segment is what Dean said. This woman's brave. This is what we need. This is the right thing to do, and it would be nice if other people would join along. We have a lot of cowards in this country, bro, a lot more than what what I thought
0: there were. Mm. Guys, let's uh, let's keep the show moving. We got headline number two. Uh, Michigan, Muslim City Council fires HR commissioners for flying LGBTQ pride flag on public property. Well, that's a fucking win. I think that's a fucking win. Yeah. I think that's a win. The only uh, flag that should fly on public property is the American flag. Well, That's funny you say that because that's exactly what they said.
1: Well, that's because it's common sense. Makes sense to me. Uh, so we pay that. That's public property. That means you, I, and the rest of the 90% of common sense Americans pay for that. Mm-hmm. Do you want that flag flying? Do you want any other flag flying? How about the communist flag? Let's fly that. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's fl- no, we fly the fucking American flag. Real shit, man. Uh, So this Breitbart News article reads, The All-Muslim City Council in Hamtrak, Michigan, has fired two human relations commissioners uh, after they flew the LGBTQ pride flag on public property in violation of a recent law banning such flags. Uh, As Breitbart News reported in June, the All-Muslim City Council voted unanimously uh, on Tuesday to approve a resolution that would ban the LGBTQ plus pride flag from being flown on the city's public properties. Uh, The report said the resolution proposed by Mayor Pro Temp Mohammed Hassan also bars any religious, ethnic, racial, political, or sexual uh, orientation group flags from being flown on the city property, and only allows the American flag to be flown along with the state and city flags, other national flags, and the Prisoner of War flag. Uh, The law did not specifically single out LGBTQ community members. uh, With Hassan and the City Council. Uh, even saying that such people are wholly welcome in the city of Hamtrak, uh, which had primarily uh, been run by Polish Catholics until recent years. Uh, less than a month after initiating the ban, Russ Gordon and Kathy Stackpool were removed from the Hamtrak Human Relations Commission after they flew the LGBT pride flag over a public sidewalk for several hours. Uh, the two members of Hamtrak Human Rights Commission were removed Tuesday. Um, this was just an a report. Uh the city confirmed police were investigating the protest Sunday where Russ Gordon, chair of the human relations- commi- uh, Commission, and Katrina Stackpool, a member, raised the pride flag on a city's flagpole along uh Josh Compoor uh near Nebel Street. uh the flag was taken down about two hours later by an unidentified person Stackpool said um, and it's not just there i mean uh for some reason i I know the reason I- it's not just for some reason, but the The Muslim community in America is standing up against this shit. Um, We saw this happen. This was a couple of months ago, um, or about a month ago. This headline reads, Watch fights outside California school board meeting over LGBTQ curriculum. Um, Here's a quick video. So, in this video, you got these LGBT supporters, a line of police officers, and then probably hundreds of Americans that are not with the shit. American flags, they're trying to keep them separated. There was definitely a few. Uh, this is largely Muslim. Largely Muslim. Yeah. I saw this. I mean, dude, it's great. Yeah. Now, this is not just an American issue, it's happening all over the. Uh, in, a, in a few westernized places, right? Um, but it's funny because what do they always resort to when anybody stands up and tell these, you know, tell these uh, people that belong to this community, no, leave our children alone? What do they call them? Right wing Nazis, right? Yeah, of course. It's funny because that's exactly what uh, Justin Trudeau just called uh, <laughs> Muslims in Canada. Uh, Justin Trudeau blames American right wing for Muslims opposing LGBTQ curriculum. Leave our kids alone. Um, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau blamed the American right wing for Canadian Muslims' opposition to uh, gender ideology and LBGTQ curriculum in K-12 education. Uh, The video was of Trudeau speaking with the Muslim community last week at Calgary Mosque, uh, Batum Noor Mosque, uh, after hundreds of protesters rallied against gender ideology in schools chanting, leave our kids alone. Here's a video. You get to see the other side, people. Say hi to them. We're not either. We are respectful people. Just we need to be left alone. We don't have to practice their practice. We don't have to do what they do. We are a people of faith. We believe in what believe, and they believe in what they believe. Do whatever you want to do, and let us do whatever we want to do. It's beautiful to see that it's starting to it's starting to go up. But um, what uh, Trudeau said, he says, "quote If you look at various curriculums, there is not." aggressive teaching or conversion of kids into being lgbt that is something that is being weaponized by people of the far right who have consistently stood against muslim rights
1: it's funny he pointed out exactly what i was going to say um it's interesting that you know things come full circle because 20 years ago the right wing was the same people saying let's go kill all the people in the middle east because Mm -hmm. they're fucking terrorists right all right so what's actually happened here is that Muslims and Christians are starting to understand what's actually going on, which is the delusion of moral standard across the globe by a certain group of people. And if this shit is going to end, it's going to end because Muslims and Christians and whites and blacks are going to get together, which is their biggest fear. This is why they propagate all this anti-white, anti-black racism between the two groups and the same with Christians and Muslims. They've done it for years and years and years. Most people, when they think of Muslims in America, they think like terrorists because that's what the media has built the image to be here, Mm. all right? They've been lied to. And by the way, I was one of those people that was lied to. I was one of those people back in 2002 that said, fuck it, let's fucking kill them all. Mm. Like that was my mentality because I had just watched what happened here. And at 9-11, I was 20 years old. I didn't know that much shit, okay? And I believed the news. All right. So they made it seem like Muslims were all bad people. And the reality is Muslims are actually great people who have a high moral standard, who generally stand for peace, and they just don't tolerate any shit. I actually love it. (laughs) I I think it sounds great. They're way more aggressive than Christians are. And Christians do this turn the other cheek shit that gets us in this. What that man said was the wrong message. Did you hear him? He was saying. All we want to do is be left alone. Do whatever you want. No, it's not do whatever you want. That's the entire issue with the message. They, when, we, when we say do whatever you want, they take it to this extreme. They've already shown that they can't be trusted to respect other cultures or other viewpoints or other moral standards. And this is not gay people. This is communists, okay? Communists have infiltrated the gay community and using it as their weapon to try to demoralize and remove moral standard from society, it's that Trojan horse. Correct. So, so there's a lot of very good, upstanding, <laughs> great contributing members of society who happen to be homosexual, whether they're gay or whether they're lesbian or whichever, who are now getting wrapped into this this uh, this
2: fight that don't don't even want to be in it, you know. It's it's it sucks, dude. Yeah, I think going back to your one about the Muslims. Yeah, again, it's it's the propaganda with the news. Um, yeah, you and I when we chatted last time is some of the stuff I've done. I've worked all over the Middle East and probably the, probably the most hospitable uh, group of people I've I've ever met. But a, a perfect example again of bravery. Is, why is it the Muslim community are saying no to the the LGBTQ flag? Why are we waiting on them doing it? It should have been said before. But I think if they didn't do that and then those two were. Uh, left to their own devices to keep it raised, then what message does that promote to other states? That would just then have that waterfall effect. So, I think that that was great. But one of the great things about uh, the US is the diversity. that You know, I'm an immigrant. I'm, a, yeah. I'm an alien immigrant actually. Uh, so, uh, but I I can come here and. But what they what the Muslim community are doing is they're not saying. They're not trying to push the Quran into the curriculum. All they're saying is don't push LGBTQ on our kids. That's right. But But dude,
1: 10, 10, 15 years ago, they were set, the the right wing mm -hmm. was saying that Muslims were trying to push the Quran in communities and do Sharia law. And like, they scared everybody. And and dude, you have to, now you look at what's going on and you wonder, why have they intentionally made Christians and Muslims enemies in in propaganda? Why have they intentionally made black people and white people not like each other over and over and over? Those are the two messages that we've heard more than ever over the last 20 years. That should cause a little bit of a light bulb to go off in everybody's head. Like Why, why do they want us to hate each other? Well, the reason they want us to hate each other is because if all of us, the Muslim and the Christians and the white people and the black people got together, they are totally fucked mm-hmm. and they know that. So, like, maybe we should all heed the advice of one of the greatest Americans ever, Martin Luther King, and say, we judge people on the content of their character, not on the color of their skin. Because if we just automatically all flip that over and just look past the other shit, we would realize that we're all on the same team and we're being manipulated to not like each other for the gain of these people. It's dangerous, man. And, like, dude, we have to admit things, like, that we were wrong about. Like, dude, what I said just a minute ago about being wrong about Muslims. Like, dude, real talk. Like, I was the dude who was like, I'm so sick of this shit. Dude, I don't even care what happens. I don't care if they're innocent. I don't care. Fucking do it. That's what I thought. You know what I'm saying? But, like, dude, that's the amount of anger that they, they like, dude, They propagate I, it. Listen, man, I remember a 9-11 when it happened. Okay, and this is what makes me think that 9-11 really honestly could have been an organized terrorism by the governments together. For sure. I'm not saying it is, but like there's a lot of evidence that points to that direction. And I'm not trying to insult anybody, but it should be a question that we ask because I can remember because I was 20 or let's say 2000, I'd be like 22. Mm -hmm. Okay, when that happened. I was, I was an adult. I understood. I can remember very clearly the day that it happened. It wasn't like it's a foggy memory. And here's what they showed on the news, dude. They kept showing the plane fly in. And they kept showing the, the, the people jumping out of the tower on TV. And then you know what they showed? Right after that, over and over and over and over again, they showed people in the Middle East celebrating. Over and over and over. These small groups. We're not talking about. We're not talking about streets filled with a million people celebrating. We're talking about maybe 50 to 100 people dancing in the streets. And they show these two clips one after another, one after another, one after another. And as someone who cares about America, and bro, most Americans bought it. Most Americans were like, fuck them, right? And what was it for? What did they actually accomplish in the 20 year war that went after that? Nothing. They all made a bunch of money. They caused a bunch of death and destruction, and nothing really came of it. And so I was manipulated. I understand what that was like because I, I hated those people. I hated them. Okay? But then I grew up, and I realized, oh, dude, this isn't actually true. This is, this is wrong. And see, we have a whole bunch of people in the country who are unwilling to have that conversation with themselves. Mm. Like, what do you believe that you actually think you believe, that you actually know. And if we're honest about it, we don't really know. Very little. Yes. And so do we have to be able to have these, these, these humble and honest examinations of our own opinions? Like, do you think that men are women and women are men? Like, do you really think that? Do you think that it's okay for a kid who's, you know, at any age... I don't care what age, for them to, 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 to irreparably mutilate their body, do you think it's okay for kids that are in second and third grade to be reading books that have sexually explicit material in them? Do you think it's okay for certain ideologies to be forced down someone's throat no matter what they personally believe? Like, if, we, if we're all honest with that, most people say, no, I don't believe that. But we're afraid to say those things because of the social pressure that's created whether it be at work or whether it be on the internet or whether, and and part of the internet social pressure has been manufactured, which was what was exposed by uh, the Twitter files Mm -hmm. where they were using the FBI and the social media companies were colluding with empty accounts, fake accounts, boosting up these narratives and then suppressing through censorship the narratives that opposed it. And that created an optic that the common sense people were way outnumbered. So everybody got quiet because they were scared. So like, dude, we're living in this illusion and it's this, to me, my perspective is slowly the curtains coming up and people starting to see this is not an actual thing. And, and a lot of people are saying, oh, the pendulum swinging back. I actually don't think the pendulum swinging back. I don't think the pendulum ever swung over there in the first place. I think mm-hmm. it's all manufactured, bro. Mm-hmm. I think people were just afraid because they thought they were the only one that thinks that. So I I don't know, man. It's frustrating though.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's the the fear of unification. There yep. has to be division. That people have to it they, they causes divisions, and people have to be hating each other. They're, they're, the whites, the blacks, the yellows, the blues, they can't get on well with each other. The Muslims, the Christians, they can't. But if we actually did get on well, then we then look up. So back in history, what right now, back with the kings and queens of the 1600s, that's what they used to do in their in their, their courts is that they, they would cause divisions because if they unified, they would then start looking up towards the tower mm. to them. And it's very similar with the governments is they don't want you looking up. And so what they do is they start causing divisions on the ground and then more that you can, they can keep you occupied, entertained, fill you with propaganda, you know, you're not going to then start looking up and start questioning what's going on above. And that's, that's their fear. And I think you're right. I think it's going to get to the point where, and we've seen it, that's why I think it's great that the Muslim community did stand up. Yes, they don't agree. I know back in um, some Middle Eastern countries, it's, it's illegal, you know, to be gay, but they understand that they're in, in America. They're not saying it's illegal. They're saying just don't fly the flag on a Do you a know why building. it's illegal? It's, it's part of the... I, I don't know why it's illegal, but you know, it's only certain countries uh, as well. But again, the, these do, countries... Do you, are, do you think it's illegal maybe because they maybe
1: have... I don't know. Their, their civilization is much older than ours. I mean, mm. maybe they've actually dealt with this before. Maybe they actually realized that when you start to let this start to happen... This is what happens, what we're dealing with now.
2: Yeah, I don't mean so much illegal, but it's in public it's illegal. I think a lot yeah. of goes on behind closed doors, but, yeah. and, and, that, and that's what happens. But it's when it's pushed in your face. It's when you've think, got a yeah. man in a, in a dress, you know what I mean, with, with a dick. And yeah, a, you know I, mean? I think,
1: listen, dude, I think gay people really fuck themselves, bro, by allowing this shit to get out of hand. Mm. Like, because now we're in a situation where you're going to be able to convince regular Americans mm. to, like, fucking be like no fucking no gay no gay it's, shit it's, I think it's all. gonna yep. make
0: I think it's gonna make the whole LGB movement it's regressed at 50 years I, dude probably. yeah
1: and I don't think that's okay no it's I, not I, I don't think not. that's right
0: but I, bro what you're gonna see is pre- gonna 2019 more people? maybe
1: maybe like let's say 2014 15 bro we were kind of in a good spot like everybody like gay people had the same rights and privileges that everybody else had and they kept pushing and they kept pushing and they kept pushing and it became not the same, but I want privilege over that. And now we're in a situation where you have people who five, six years ago would have been like, yeah, man, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, do you keep that shit away from me? And like, dude, that's the, that's the social momentum swinging back.
0: Maybe going back
1: in the closet. Bro, it sucks. It sucks because I know a ton of like gay people who are completely amazing human beings, like top to bottom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't agree with any of this stuff. That's going on with the kids. And now they're going to suffer the backlash, you know, because of this shit. This is why I like what uh, Gays Against Groomers is doing so much, um, where it's a community of people who are gay and said, "Dude, we're not with this. You know, that's important. That's an important movement because it shows people that, you know, this isn't actually a gay movement. This is actually a hijacked movement by Far left, I would say, Marxist or communist ideology that is being used to weaponize and introduce social initiatives that align with Marxism and communism. You know, it's it's the ah, bro. I just sound like
2: a broken record. I think the two communities it's damaged that you rightly touched on there, DJ, is, is the is the gay the gay community. Um, the fact that you know for years they've been trying to. To get themselves to a point. And, and And they did. And then the, tra- and the trans are sort of just bolted onto that. And as you said, the gay community, they're not part of our community, but they're having a huge damaging effect on them. And I do feel for them. And also, as we said before, the women. Yeah. yeah. It's affecting the women. The women have been fighting for years and years for the Girl. rights. I mean, all of a sudden. Where are the women
1: standing up against this? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, dude, you, the women, like you guys, you guys have fucked yourselves. Yeah. Like, you, you advocated for this trans shit to the point where now you have grown men competing in sports, erasing you from athletics, mm-hmm. okay? Like, it wasn't already hard enough to get people to watch women's sports. Now, I can promise you, no one's tuning in to watch a dude beat a bunch of girls. No one's tuning in, mm-hmm. okay? So they worked this entire time, Title IX, all these women's rights, all of this stuff, and, 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 then, and then women started advocating, and this is the same class of women we spoke about earlier in the show. It's the class of women who are middle, upper class, white women from the suburbs who do not have a care in the world, who do pinky up every Sunday and Saturday at brunch, who don't have shit going on in their lives, who have caused this. And we're erasing women from reality. Trans women are not women. They are trans women. If they were, if they were women, you wouldn't have to say trans in front of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the saying wouldn't even exist. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I'm non-binary. Well, that makes you binary because either way, you're either binary or non-binary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's just this, it's this, it's, it's such mental gymnastics. And like, dude, this goes into feminism, right? Like, <sighs> All these women for the last 10 years that have been like, oh, I'm a boss bitch and I can do whatever a man can do and I can do this and that. Look, man, now you have a situation where all of those same women are like, I can't find a good man. I can't find any men to talk to me. Well, yeah, because first of all, all the men that you labeled as toxic masculinity, like they're fr- they don't want you what you got. They don't want anything to do with you. Mm -hmm. Secondly, you're left with all these like little soy boy pussies, okay, that you don't like. And then you're complaining when you created the problem. Like you guys created the problem. You villainized masculine men. And now you're complaining that there's no masculine men. You went for the little Leonardo DiCaprio looking boy looking dudes. So because you could boss them around and you could run their shit because you're a boss bitch. And now you're in a situation where you're unhappy, you can't find a man, and you don't know why. And the reason why is through your own manipulation these people have put on you. Feminism was a weapon. No different than uh, silent majority is a weapon. No different than cancel culture is a weapon. No different than than political correctness is a weapon. These are all social weapons, okay? And you guys fell for it. And so if, if women, if you want men to be masculine again and stand up, you gotta start calling for it. You got to start saying it. Hey, I'm not interested in these little fucking boys.
0: I want a real man. You start calling for that, men will become men again. Guys, chime in on this conversation. Let us know where you stand. Guys, let's get to our third and final headline, headline number three. I we check in on our uh, presidential candidates here. Um, headline number three reads, man. RFK Jr. says COVID may have been ethnically targeted to spare Jews. Now, the internet, and listen, all you motherfuckers in the comments, calm down, relax. All right. It's, let's just get, let's get into it because I got the video. Uh, So Democratic presidential candidate, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. dished out wild COVID-19 conspiracy theories this week uh, during a press event at an Upper East Side restaurant, claiming the bug was a genetically engineered bioweapon that may have been quote ethnically targeted to spare uh, Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese people. Here's the video.
3: And we need to talk about bioweapons. The level, I know a lot now about bioweapons because I've been doing a book on it for the past two and a half years. And um, uh, and you know the, the, what we the technology that we now have to develop these micro we have we've, we hundreds of millions of dollars into uh, ethnically targeted microbes. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19, there's an argument that it is ethnically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races um, disproportionately the, uh, the, the, the the races that are most immune, immune to COVID-19 are because of the, of the structure of the uh, um, the genetic structure of, 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 of genetic differentials among different races of the um, of the receptors of the ACE2 receptor um, COVID-19 is targeted to attack uh, Caucasians and uh, and uh, and uh, black people. The people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and uh, and Chinese. And but we don't know whether it was deliberately targeted at or not. But there are papers out there that show the you know the um, the racial and ethnic differential and a impact to that. We do know that the Chinese are spending hundreds of millions of dollars developing ethnic bioweapons, and we are developing ethnic bioweapons. That's where all those labs in the Ukraine are about. They're, they're collecting Russian DNA, they're collecting Chinese DNA, so that we can target people by race.
1: What? Hey, what? <laughs> Listen, bro, this just backs up. All he's doing is actually. Uh, well, you go ahead and we'll talk. About yeah, no, I mean, dude. It, I mean. Yeah, he's repeating data based upon who was affected versus who wasn't affected. And then he's explaining the science behind it. And now all of a sudden, it's, you know, he's a raging Mm anti-Semite. Like, bro, people are tired of what's going on in the world and they're looking for who's doing it. And I don't think that the idea of who's doing it should be left off the table, that you can't criticize certain racial or ethnic groups. Uh, for doing bad things just because they're a member of that group. Mm -hmm. As we've discussed on the show many, many times, every single racial and ethnic background has evil people within it. And this is interesting. And what I think here is really, really smart of RFK is he's, and what I think he's doing is I think he's figured out a, a soft way of pointing out the truth. Which demographics are responsible for producing COVID-19, okay? So now you have this scenario, and, and people don't realize this, but you have this scenario amongst the Jewish community where this particular sect of Jewish people that he's talking about are being attacked by other Jewish people because other Jewish people are saying, yeah, actually, those are the motherfuckers in charge and they are the ones calling the play and they are the ones doing this. I think that's a good question to go. I mean, I'm just saying, like, maybe we should be asking those questions. Mm -hmm. You know, like, is he telling the truth? Because it sounds like he's repeating actual verified data about the statistics that COVID-19 actually produced. And data, guys, no matter what, is not racist. Data is data. Okay, it's no different than pointing out the crime data Mm -hmm. in the black communities. Like, that's not racist to point out. If we ever want to solve problems no matter what the problems are, we have to be able to look at the data. Now, I'm no scientist, and I'm certainly not uh, uh, you know, well-spoken on this area of expertise of you know what he's talking about, but I think it's a question worth asking. Yeah. Is he telling the truth? Because all I've known for the last five, four years, three years, is that everything that's outside the norm Is conspiracy theory. Wild conspiracy. I mean, doesn't it seem like the more wild the conspiracy theory that they claim, the the more true it actually becomes?
0: I remember when the Hunter Biden laptop was a conspiracy theory. Wild (laughs) conspiracy theory. So much so that the newspapers wouldn't even publish it. I remember when the the Russia-Trump collusion was a conspiracy theory. Yeah,
2: I think, obviously, he's in a position now where he can't be censored is that right that, you know, that is he's true. True. so he's this is his platform and you know where, where where he's getting the information you know he's using his platform to get out because i think if he doesn't say it then you know, I, I think it.
1: that's exactly what he's doing D. yeah i think he knows that he can't win the election i yeah. think he i think he's running on a campaign of exposure yeah i think he ran for president so that he could get the
0: news coverage to expose what he thinks yeah. is going on because yeah. he knows there's no way that the, the, the DNC is going to select If he wasn't
1: that. running for president and he said this shit, nobody would be even talking about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I actually think he's being very smart about the way he's presenting information.
0: Yeah, the only thing, only a hic- hiccup that I got with, uh, with, with, with RFK is that he, like, okay, so that's great. We obviously know he's very, very staunch on the vaccine um, world, right? Like, he's very vocal on that. Um, and maybe this goes to your point. I don't know, but I mean, I like they they uh, they pressed him on uh, on the Biden family corruptions, and he he said, "quote won't be a spear tip to my campaign." Like he's not even trying to address it, and it's just like, I don't know. I mean, but but if the goal was to just be simply exposure, maybe this is a below the line issue to him. I don't know, but you, I feel like you don't
1: think that Hunter Biden, um. Doing cocaine and being a degenerate is more below the line than a certain population of people. Getting targeted from a... Targeting another population of people. I mean, he's talking about targeted genocide. That's real. That's a much bigger thing than someone doing cocaine off of, or or putting Skittles on his boner.
0: You know what what I'm saying? Did he do that?
1: Yeah. That's what, you know, like, dude, (laughs) the guy's a fucking weirdo. (laughs) But, like, the point is, yeah, is, like, I think he's talking about the above the line... Big picture issue that mm. people are not even talking about,
0: and he's just trying to put it out in a way that's going to be palatable. Yeah, because
1: after he said this, and then the media spun it, he actually printed a clarification tweet, which many people uh, said was a retraction. It wasn't a retraction. He just restated that he's observing the data that he's and this dude wrote a book on this. I mean, he wrote a fucking big book too mm-hmm. about COVID and the, and uh, Dr. Fauci, and um, you know. My take is the same as yours, brother. Like, I think he's using his position to to start conversations that need to be had. Yeah,
2: and I think his tactic is great as well. You know, I think they probably would want him to start, you know, talking about the Biden family the in the laptop. On yeah, like, like everyone else is, but he's not, yeah. he's not going down that route. He's got his own tactic. He's got his own message. And I think, you know, for me, I, I'm i paying a lot of attention to, to, to him. Um, yeah. And because it doesn't, he doesn't sound like, the others as well he's not you know using what everyone else is sort of saying about the biden laptop and everything. he's not attacking
1: opponents that's a big thing he's not doing the other thing is is people are like well i like rfk but he's anti-gun well if he's running as a democrat democrats are traditionally pro-gun control Mm -hmm. so if you think about it from a strategy standpoint if he actually wants to reach the people that he can reach he has to appear to to believe in what they believe Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean saying. he's going to follow through. That's on, right. right. Yeah, I don't Biden, he, Biden
0: said the same thing. He I don't think he intends <laughs> to be. I think
1: he knows he's not going to be president. Mm. I don't think he intends to be president. I think this is all about disclosure and this is all about exposing the truth. Yo. And I think he's doing it in a very smart way. How dude, before he even said this and before Kanye, you couldn't even say anything about Jewish people. It was worse than saying anything about black people worse. Yeah. Okay. Like you couldn't even say anything about it. And, You know, dude, it's like I've been saying, it's not all Jewish people. That's an ineffective argument. Like these people who just keep saying, it's the Jews, you're, you're putting, it's like beating your own dick with a hammer. Like you're trying to, you're, you're, no, it really is. Like you're trying to point something out that you're ineffective at communicating. Mm. And here's a guy who's communicating more effectively. You understand? Yep. Like, dude, yeah. we cannot generalize entire groups of humans into their ethnic or religious backgrounds. That's, that's low-level thinking. It's low IQ thinking. Like, of course, there's going to be bad people who happen to be white. Of course, there's going to be bad people who happen to be black. And of course, there's going to be bad people that happen to be Jewish. And, and because, just because you call someone an anti-Semite doesn't really mean shit. Like I think people are to the point where they're like, "Dude, we're gonna find who I, we're gonna find out who's calling the play and pulling the strings here." Yeah, and you know, it's a big deal. Who can't you criticize? You ever want to find out who's calling the
2: shots? Figure out who you can't criticize. And is, is his messaging damaging to the de- Democratic Party? Is it helping the Republicans, or is what he's saying, you know, swaying more to the Republicans and the Democrats? I, think, or? I mean,
0: I don't, I don't know because I mean, I think right now what we have. Uh, I mean I guess here in America is this uniparty. Yeah. So I mean I don't know if it's really damaging I I I think going back to the earlier point man I think he I think I think it is just exposure. Mm. Because this uniparty that we have going on like yeah we got Republicans and Democrats but like truth is like they're all together right yeah, yeah. like like it's establishment politics and I don't really know if it's it's definitely detrimental to that for sure. Mm. I don't know if it's well, one side or the other more heavy on.
2: I think it's just I just like the fact he's not scared to be quite vocal. Oh no, you know what I mean he doesn't. I know. I know there's ripped. been concerns of farmer, and you know yeah. I know his you know, uh, his security, his family security is obviously going to be a bit tighter now. You know, you know history history speaks for itself. But uh, you know, I, I for me, look, I think mean, we got I stop ever, being
1: afraid of these people. Well, mm. oh, shit, man.
0: Well, guys, that was our third and final headline. Join the conversation in the comments. Hashtag. He said what? time for a good segment. We got Thumbs Up or Dumb as Fuck. This is where we uh, bring an article up. It'll get one of those two uh, options. And with that being said, our Thumbs Up or Dumb as Fuck headline reads, Sailor and Dog amazingly survive on rainwater, raw fish, while adrift for two months. Modern day castaway. Uh, so an Australian man has been rescued in the Pacific. I wonder what his pronouns are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I mean, that's so, super essential to this survival story. Because if you important. call him a man and he's not actually a man... He couldn't even survive. No, I mean, that's... He should probably sue... You should
0: probably go to jail. Yeah. Yeah, that's real. Yes, yeah, so an Australian man has been rescued in the Pacific after surviving for two months on rainwater and raw fish and what has been likened to the film Castaway. But his companion was a dog, not a hand-printed volleyball. Uh, Sydney resident Tim Shaddock a 51-year-old cancer survivor and his pooch, Bella, set off from La Paz, Mexico in April on a catamaran journey to French Polynesia, but their vessel was damaged in a storm several weeks later, Australia's Nine News reported. Here is the video of when they uh, rescued him.
1: Okay, can I
0: get you a name, please? Uh, Tim shut up. Okay, where are you uh, from? I'm from Australia. He looks a little
1: bit worse for wear but he's alive. Sydney man Tim Shaddock and his
0: dog Bella, safe. Yeah, so the pair survived by drinking rainwater and eating raw fish as they waited for a miracle while adrift in the Pacific. On Wednesday, a helicopter conducting surveillance for a tuna trawler spotted the tiny catamaran bobbing in the middle of the vast ocean. Uh, Mike Tipton, an ocean survival expert, attributed Shaddock's endurance to a, quote, combination of luck and skill. Uh, Quote, and also knowing, for example, as Tim did, that during the heat of the day, you need to protect yourself because the last thing you want when you're in danger of becoming dehydrated is to be sweating, he told the outlet. Uh, Timpton said Shadok was able to secure a fresh supply of water thanks to the climate and location. Quote, these voyages of any great length tend to occur in the Pacific, he said. Uh, if you look back through history, they tend to occur in warm environments because if it was a cold environment, you don't survive long enough. Uh, Shadak worked in the IT industry before retiring and looking for a new challenge, Friends told the Telegraph. Quote, he's got a bit of money. Uh, he gets bored and does new things, Powell said. About 20 years ago, Shadak survived bowel cancer after periods of fasting and eating a diet of raw food, the outlet noted. Quote, when my health was at a critical stage. It involved a lot of fasting, juicing, and smoothies. Uh, Shadok told the website, the Raw Food Kitchen, uh, quote, I recall spending over three months living solely on green vegetable juice at one stage. Shadok will now need to slowly return to a normal diet after his meager offerings at sea, uh, quote, it is, uh, quote, it has to be a slow return to normal and he will probably need to be kept an eye on for several months,
2: Tipton said. Guys, what do we got on this? Uh <laughs> I think for me, I always look at how he managed to get into that situation. It's two months and no one's actually realized he's gone missing. Um, you know, if I was to plan something like that, I would let people know my route. Um, you know, you'd have on a boat, it's called an EPIRB, which gives off a, a signal. So I think he's a bit of a dumbass for getting <laughs> in that position, but thumbs up for managing to survive. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, that's, that's be my question is did no one miss him? Um, mm. You know, the fact that he's obviously used to fasting helped him um i don't think i would have lasted two months i would have eaten the dog um you know and <laughs> used that dude the, do- the dog <laughs> actually no for real exactly. i thought that too yeah and I use that too. and maybe get some bait for fish that's what i'm yeah. thinking I'm just- <laughs> i don't think i could eat the dog, bro. like I, yeah.
1: I think i'd rather just die with the dog i just couldn't do it Man, uh, there's think- no way if it was my dog bro well, no way element
2: so- of survivor you know you could use the dog meat as bait and then go fishing you know yeah. there's plenty of ways you could you could have survived but that's my first question as well is before you go on these things it, Dean, hold don't on.
0: Get hold on, we're speeding past something here. <laughs> we're just speeding past something here. I think roof, roof now? I mean is, the dog's gone.
2: Well, it depends on what situation <laughs> I'm in. You know, <laughs> you, you know I mean? It's uh it, it's it's an option, but I would probably look at using the dog as bait first. Mm. Yeah. I mean going with it with the fish. But worst case scenario, you got, Yeah, yeah. I couldn't
1: do it, dude. I I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm not oh. built for that shit that's why I don't do that kind of shit <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I've just I've just been out in uh, Malaysia and we went on a uh, got involved in a with their special forces on a survival exercise they do it in the swamps and they catch monitor lizards they catch pythons and you know we just witnessed it there and if you're hungry enough you will eat you know you don't know what your what you're capable of doing until you're in that, in that situation. But obviously I think for him, the dog was more dog looks pretty healthy. dude. Yeah, like I said, dog, dog it looks like he was, he was feeding the dog
1: like more than he fed himself. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But also, you know, that kept his sanity yeah. as, as well. So I think that was the purpose of keeping the dog. But I think, yeah. me uh, a bit of a dumbass that he went and didn't actually have some type of backup. Plan. Yeah. Backup plan, communication, yeah. let people know where he's going. And, you know, so he wouldn't have been as, as long as two months. Dude, yeah. I just don't have that
1: sense, like, this kind of sense of adventure that pe- No. Bro, is this black people stuff? Fuck no. All right, I'm just serious. <laughs> like, this is- You only ever see white people doing shit like listen. this.
0: <laughs> you, you, listen. No, I'm just saying. You don't ever- You really don't ever see- Fuck no. Anybody with white people doing this. Bro, you ever seen black people uh, die in a hot air balloon crash? No. no. You know why? No. We don't do that shit. <laughs> we don't do it. I never believe Yeah, but see, know. this
1: is why I think I'm 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 like legitimately like like a, a, a substantial percentage of myself is black. Yeah, I because there's no chance I'm doing that shit. Storm chasing, yeah. it ain't happening. Yeah. Now but, I would do. Now the storm. I like to watch the storm, but I'm not chasing the storm. I ain't chasing shit. I mean, I'll go outside. And people think. Yeah, that's I'll stand, weird. I
0: stand outside. Yeah, I think but I that's, think that's just get Midwest. That's thing. Midwest shit. Yeah, exactly. people
1: people on the like when I go outside and it's storming and I put it on my Instagram, people are like, "What the fuck are you doing?". I'm like, bro, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, but like, Midwest stuff. I'm, but like, when it gets real bad, I'm staying
0: home. Bro. Yeah, right, right. I'm not going after it. No, you know, I don't know, man. What do you? I mean, yeah, no, I mean, to me, I, I, I think obviously thumbs up because you survived. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, no doubt about that, but I mean, I think there's definitely some, uh, Bro, some dumb you parts have, in there. Do you,
1: now, I could see Dean doing shit like this. <laughs> yeah. like, ve- like, you've lived an adventurous life. Like, yeah. whatever this guy has in him, yeah. you have in yeah. you. Like, yeah. you did the, the, the bicycle, for, you know, that that reminds me of this in a more mm. sane way, right? Yeah. Like, I'm being, I'm, I'm being totally honest, dude, because, like, I don't have this in me. Like, this mm. thing of, like...
0: The adventure bug? No.
1: Like, uh-huh. I don't... I would rather eat... A really nice steak and like potato and like be healthy and like live in my nice house. Like, I don't know. Like, I never had, I don't, maybe I'm, maybe it's me, but like, what is it that like makes you want to do these big giant things? Um,
2: I don't, I, I think for me, it's, it's just keeping yourself, you have to have a goal, you have to have an objective. Yeah. I think in life, if you, if you stop, then, you know, a bit of an analogy, but my father, he, he retired at the age of, uh, sixty-seven, six months later, he was dead. You know, what I mean, I just think mm. that once you stop, you, your body's like a river; it needs to keep flowing. Yeah, you need yeah. to need to keep moving. As soon as you pour, as soon as you come stagnant, you get, you know, it's like those ponds. You get, you get illness. So um, I just think for me, I've I've set the bar high, and the problem I find is if I don't hit the next bar, then I'm not pushing myself. Um, I think yeah, would I think the 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 poor. The poor planning here was selecting your team. You know, if I was going to go sailing across, uh, you know, from Australia to the Polynesian, I wouldn't take a dog. You know, a dog's not going to help me with, yeah. the, with the mast. You know what I mean? And, right, and, and, right. So, and so things, things like that, I don't see that as a problem if you have the right team, the right training, the right planning uh, stuff. But I, I, I get asked that a lot, though. What is it that drives you? What is your motivation? I generally don't have an answer for it. You know, I've been very, some in you. I think it's just something. And yeah, I think, you know, I did the bike ride because, you know, to stop myself smuggling people across borders. And my wife was like, you need to change uh, your lifestyle. You need to do something. that keeps you physically and mentally engaged. So that's what that was for me. And then it's like, well, what next? And when I finished the bike ride, first thing people said, what next? I'm like, really? I've just become the first man in history to cycle. and I'd never cycled before. Isn't that the world, man? Yeah. And it's like, you know, they're already looking for the next, the yeah. next thing as well. So, um, I don't know. I think it's part of it's, it's, it's in you. Um, but I do, I also am conscious that, you know, I've, I've, I've lived a great life. I've, I've been in dangerous situations and I do believe your time is your time. Um, and so I don't really get worried about things like that because I've been in more dangerous situations and, and come out the other end. I've lost a lot of friends who aren't with me at, uh, today. And so it's like, you know, it, that doesn't worry me um that, that sort of stuff for me
1: dude it's not the danger like it's not like oh i might die it's like i would just avoid that <laughs> like, yeah. like, like that's there's there zero risk of me yeah, dying in the ocean like, if i like, don't dude, go to the ocean <laughs> i don't know man like i don't know i guess it's just different objectives and j- different ways of being wired and i appreciate all of yeah, it like man. i think it's cool like the stuff that like what you did and like yeah. what other guys do when they do these amazing, like we got Jeff Spire running across America right now. Like mm. that's cool shit. Yeah. But like for me personally, like it's hard enough for me to run my life, bro. I'm just mm. trying to like become a functional human in my own life.
2: Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And
1: um everything I do is to be better at what I do. And so I don't know. I can admire that, but it's just something that I've never, I just I just don't understand it.
2: That's why yeah. I'm curious about it. Mm. I, I did it to, you know, to keep myself physically and mentally engaged, I didn't realize the enormity of the challenge that we raised one point three million dollars, which went to eleven mental health charities, yeah. which was great, which helped, you know, thousands of thousands of people. But then it was the waterfall effect afterwards that people who'd never cycled before, never ran before, picked up some trainers and then yeah. decided to get there's a uh, good ripple effect. There's a good ripple effect. Yeah. And that's what I liked. And that's why I sort of you know my wife gets upset in the fact that it was sort of overlooked that I'd never cycled before, then yeah. smashed the world record. It was almost expected because you're in the special forces. It's yeah. like, well, you know, I'm still not a cyclist, you know, we're still human beings. And so if I can inspire other people, then that's what I do. And, and for me, it gives me something to, to, to train for, um, as well and, and, and to aim for. I mean, you know, I'd like to, I've sort of fallen into that, that category of wanting to inspire people and wanting to prove that anything's possible, you know? And I think for me, it's that I take a sport I've never done before. Uh, which upsets a lot of sporting communities, but it, then message-wise to other people is that you're never too late to start, start a sport, I and mean, not just start and be good at it. You know, I mean, I started cycling at the age of forty and smashed the world record at forty-one. And Most people are retiring at that point. It's like, well? I'm just, I'm just starting. So, um, so yeah, there's a numerous reasons why I, I that, do it.
1: I get that aspect. Yeah, like that aspect, I totally get. Yeah, it sets a good example. There's a positive ripple effect. Yeah.
2: I Totally get that point, yeah, that. and, like, as you said earlier, I like to be the outcast. I like to be the underdog, yeah, I like the people i don't i don 't listen to the naysayers it 's just, just like well, watch this i 'm going to do this yeah, watch this space yeah. and then and then I did that too yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's what I like is that you know w- w- when my sponsor marketing did the SWOT analysis, you know, the only weakness that came about was my arrogance towards the cycling community, which I took as a strength um, but <laughs> you know been lucky, no one ever 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 said that, but um for me, I sort of got that, I know. I'm 46 now, um, you know, I, I could have a legacy now that my children would be proud of, but I've, I think I've still got a few more years in me yet to sort rewrite the history books and, you know, I'm in the right mindset and, and everything I do, you know, everything from the military, from the bike ride, I just take, there's so many lessons I've learned from that that I take into the next challenge. And then, you know, it's, um, you're just learning all the time yeah. and, and being able to share that as well with other people, you know, we're helping a young guy at the moment who's wants to break that world record on on the bike ride, and I've connected him with all the other record holders as well. It's like, you know, records are there to be broken. You've set the bar, and that's what it is for other people to to hit that bar as well. And I get that too. Mm.
1: I understand all of those things. I just never thought one day, like I never woke up one day and said, "Fuck, dude, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna sail across the ocean." Like,
2: <laughs> yeah. You
1: know. I'm going to take my dog in case I run out of food. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, you know, it's just, I don't know, man. I just, I guess it's just, it, I can understand the mentality. I think I just look at it differently mm. for me. Like yeah. I, my path I see is a little different. Mm. And um, in terms of like creating culture, creating companies, providing that, that's hard and that's, that's a different kind of hard, right? So like all the hardship yeah, dude. Like a lot of people are like, "Man, when are you going to do an Iron Man? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do a twenty-four hour ruck?" Never, motherfucker. Yeah. That's not why I don't. That's yeah, not yeah. why I do this shit. Yeah, I don't do any of the shit that I do to like for that. I do it to like tune myself into an effective vessel at what I do.
2: Yeah. You know, love it, man. I think you just need to do enough that you know mentally. And I, because I. Generally, believe that physical activity helps your mental state. Yeah, I agree. You're hugely hundred percent behind that. But you know, for me, it has to be a huge challenge. Yeah, because you've already done so much. I'm already yeah, tuned in sense. like that. But yeah. for other people, it, it may only be a five k run. Yeah, that's their aspiration yeah. in three months' time. But they're still, they're still achieving. They're still being physically mentally engaged as I am. It's yeah. just that mine is is a, is a bigger challenge, and that's that makes all sense. it is. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Love it, man. Well, guys, what are we giving this?
1: Oh, that's thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. Not yeah. as dumb as fuck, baby. Bro, I think most, yeah. most people in that scenario, okay. Most people in that scenario would die.
0: In days. Yeah.
1: yeah. Most people. Like that, like upwards of, and it's not about how badass you are. Like they don't have the knowledge, they don't have the skill set. You know, they don't have the fortitude. Like, I would say 99 percent of people are not surviving.
0: Hmm. Well, dope. Well, guys, Andy, Ding. That's all I got. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed